I just wish we could all get along. Okay? Here's what I wish for the future of this country, that the racism needs to stop. More racism today. Racist, racistry to the racist degree. Mm. And who is it again? Racist Charles Barkley. That should be his middle name now. Yeah, Charles, Charles Racist, Racist Barkley, who hates all black people. He quite does. Clearly. He can't stand them. Can't stand them. I mean, it's proven over and over again. Over and over again. Over and over. Uh, like, for example, he was on CNN yesterday. Yes. You know, we saw the, the clip from, what was it, uh, a couple of days ago when he was on 97.5 in Philly mm-hmm. saying uh, all sorts of racist that things. That wasn't good enough for him. No, he had barely. to go on a national television forum. Double down. Mm-hmm. Double down. Double down from the round mound of rebound. Is a, wow, that was good. Yeah, just a house that hit me that round. It, it rhymed. Mm-hmm, it does. Uh, here is Charles Barkley on CNN from yesterday. Talking Ferguson. We've always had a racial issue in this country, and the biggest problem with it is we never discuss race until something bad happens. We never have meaningful dialogue over a cold beer when things are going good. But what happens is everybody, that, uh, when something bad happens, everybody has a tribe mentality. Everybody want to protect their own tribe, whether they're right or wrong. What do you mean when they're right or wrong? We all got bad characters in our group. We all got bad characters. So my grandmother taught me, you judge everybody on their own individual merits. You don't care what any other jackass mm-hmm. has to say. <laughs> you don't put everybody together. Black is not always right, and white is not always wrong. You got a, a, mm. some bad apples who taking advantage of the situation. Oh That's the God. plan. You got, uh, and, and that's unfortunate because this is a serious. Somebody yeah, lost a child. Yeah. And this is uh, something we need to sit, sit back and discuss and figure yeah. out what happened, what went wrong. So much but there. Let me say this: the notion so that much. white cops are out there just killing black people—that's ridiculous. Thank you. It's just flat out ridiculous. <laughs> and I challenge any black person to uh-huh. uh, try to make that point. This notion that cops—cops right. cops are right, right, right. actually awesome. You know, they're the only thing <laughs> in the ghetto from uh, so between the, this place being the wild, wild west. <clears throat> so this notion that cops are out there just killing black men, it's ridiculous. And I hate <laughs> that narrative coming out of that, out of this entire situation. I, I can only think of uh, uh, Frank Caliendo when he says ridiculous. Because <laughs> <laughs> Frank does him so well. But uh, he, he makes some good points there, except for the fact that everybody defends their own tribe. Everybody has bad people in their tribe. Not mine. Not the Cherokee people. The Cherokee people don't really? have bad people in our tribe. Really? This is, out of all of that, you're going to go to Cherokee people, Cherokee tribe again? <laughs> well, you know they're so proud to live. And they're, and they're so proud to die. They've been so proud to die. Despite the fact that they took the whole Cherokee nation uh-huh. they put it and locked us on that uh-huh. reservation. Yeah, they took away the bow and uh, knife. Our, our, first of all, they took away our way of life. <laughs> The and then they took away the bow and knife. Good. Is that behalf, separate from the way of life? Took away our native tongue. On behalf of taught their English to our young. You, you seem to be not taking this seriously. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, Jeffy. He seems to be spitting in the face of my people in sure my does. tribe. I wouldn't you didn't care. You didn't care. I found some care. other interesting things in that clip. Everything like such as what? Everything like such as first of all, uh, this idea. Uh, he starts uh, off the kind of talk here, and he, he's talking about how. We don't have a racial com- a conversation until there's bad things that are going on. And I, and I think I, I, I like the sentiment behind that. But in reality, could we possibly have more racial discussions? Right. Is it possible that we talk more about race? Every single issue is boiled down to race all the time. 
could we possibly talk about it more? And well, uh, and I'll tell you something. The reason we don't talk about it when there's nothing wrong is because we're getting along and there's, it's not an issue. Yeah, but I mean, right? don't I mean, we still talk we about do. it? We do, but those of us who are sane just live our lives. Yeah. We just get along with black people or blacks get along with whites and... The rest of and we all get along with Asians and 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 Native American. We don't care. When you I don't care. When you compare almost any moment in the last f ten years to any other moment in any other country in human history, we are so much better racially than we've ever been, and like we are constantly talking about it and constantly focusing on it. Maybe it would be better if we just stopped focusing on it all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, and that's not to say that there's nothing to it, obviously. And there are issues like this, and you see it happen. It's amazing uh, when this stuff goes on. But he largely, I don't mean to just focus on that, but it's just, it's this idea that we, what we need is a racial conversation. And look, we've had a lot of freaking racial conversations. We've all talked about it. White people have said for a really long time that things that happened in the 1700s were really freaking bad. Things that happened even after that were really freaking bad. Black people have done bad things. White people have done bad things. Everyone, as Charles points out, has done bad things at some given time. Maybe the main focus of every policy discussion shouldn't be race. Maybe that is one of the problems that leads to more racial anxiety. Maybe because every tax increase or decrease is said to have hurt only black people or help only rich white people. Maybe that part of the discussion is what's harming our racial harmony a little bit because that's all you get. From the left, from the mainstream media, from MSNBC, we've pointed it out with Chris Matthews a thousand times. The guy cannot have a, a sentence without black or white in it. And he's, he's on the, neighbor, the network with Al Sharpton, and I went to Matthews first. I mean, it's just at some point we have to, like, step back from the racial conversation that's happening all the time and say, look, you know, 80, 90, 95 percent of this is actually really damn good. And there's a few outliers here and there, but it's not a major problem anymore. Mm -hmm. As I believe Brad Thor said, we've won the war on racism. That doesn't mean that we've won the war on Nazis. That doesn't mean there's not Nazis. But, you know, we've generally speaking moved in an incredible amount from the awful really people we were at some yeah. time in the past. It's absolutely accurate. And but I <sighs> agree with almost everything. Yes. Uh, Barkley said there, because. He was, it was actually great, and I don't it mean to great. point on the one and, thing and I And his defense is a black man for cops yeah. is great. Oh, and the, and they're the fact actually that, awesome. That there's some kind of plague going on where white cops are killing black people all the time. It's just, it's, it's just fantasy. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, one other thing from there. Can we queue up, and I know this is going to take a second. It's, at some point in the interview, CNN cuts away to a looting scene. Can we pull that, a, a screen grab of that up for a second? Something fascinating in, in that screen grab. Here we are talking about um, uh, uh, these protesters, and we generally talk about them as people who are upset about this racial injustice. And man, you know, it's just, it's really upsetting. And look at these, these guys, they, you know, they've been crushed for all these years. And look, they are responding in a way that maybe you don't like, but, you know, they have to take it out on the man. Look at this screen grab and see who the man is. The man has, is a store with posters of hands up, don't shoot. They are siding with the protesters. The store has pro, uh, posters on their store saying the false narrative that, that Darren Wilson gunned down in cold blood because of his race, Michael Brown.
And they're looting that store. And they're still looting the store. It's amazing. I mean, that is an incredible visual. Look at that. Mm. Uh, you know, we're open, and, and they are siding with the actual protesters, and it doesn't matter. You know why? Those guys want their beer. You got a liquor store here. They want their liquor. They're going in there and taking it. And, you know, this is exactly what Charles Barkley is talking about. These people are not protesters. These people are not advocates for racial harmony. They are thieves and criminals and should be prosecuted for the things they're doing. She, uh, Brooke tries to ask him and put him on the spot for his comment on the radio station from the other day where he said the looters, uh, those are not, I can't remember exactly how he put it. They're, they're not black people. people. They're, they're not, scumbags. Yeah. And she asked him, tell me about the scumbags comment. What does that mean? Tell me about the scumbag's comment. And he said, well, it's right. I mean, if, <laughs> if you're out yes. looting and ransacking other people's stuff, that's what you are. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. He didn't back off from it one iota. Thank heaven. He doesn't care. Thank heaven for people like Charles Barkley. I, I don't agree with him on a lot of politics, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Uh, but there's a guy who has some balls and stands up for what's right and what just makes sense. If if you're if you're out looting and uh, ransacking businesses just because you don't like the the decision that a people a, a group of people twelve of them including three blacks came up with after reviewing all of the evidence and it totally made sense to everybody else uh, I'm sorry you're you're not that's not a real black person that's not what black people do you're a scumbag and it's not what white people do if you're if you're doing that as a white guy you're a scumbag too and can I re okay? revisit ancient history. Just for a moment. Mm -hmm. This is ancient history. And he, Glenn Beck, would even be upset for me bringing this up. But I'm doing it anyway. You know why? Show says patent stew on it. Okay? Yeah. And it does, it's not GBTV anymore. Okay? It's the blaze. Okay? So he can't control this. Remember when Glenn got in all this trouble for calling Katrina victims scumbags when he was talking about the looters... And the people shooting at helicopters. He was not. He was talking not talking about all about victims. And I can prove everybody that. Everybody in New Orleans. By the fact that he oh. was at a damn Katrina fundraiser, he started four Katrina victims. Yeah. Okay. So now Barkley gets a little <laughs> bit of pushback here. Not quite the level. No. Uh, as Whitey Glenn Beck got when he said the exact same thing multiple years ago. And I know it's ancient history. But it pisses me off. <laughs> We're still pissed about a lot of the flack he got. Yeah, it just never quite goes away. Uh, but here he is talking about uh, not all profiling is wrong. Let's hear the uh, logic wow. behind that. I mean, it's one thing in Ferguson, there's some audio, but you see the video, you see these cops surround him, yes, yes. and he ultimately, so it was a homicide. He dies. I don't think that was a homicide. Mm. I don't think that was a homicide. What it was, was that? Uh, it was a chokehold. You see it. Well, I think the cops were trying to arrest him, and they got a little aggressive. I think excessive force, uh, you know, something like that. But to go right to murder, when, Brooke, when the cops are trying to arrest you, if you fight back, things go wrong. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean... I don't think they were trying to kill Mr. Garner. In, in fairness, there's some black people out there who are crooks. And when the police come to your neighborhood... It's a, a tense situation. The only time you interact with the cops is when things are going wrong. That's the only time we ever interact, interact with the cops. But first of all, we as, we, we as black people, we got a lot of crooks. We can't just uh, wait until uh, something like this happens 
We have to look ourselves in the mirror. There's a reason they racially profile us at times. Sometimes it's wrong, but sometimes it's right. So to, to act and sit there and act like we held, mm. hold no responsibility for, for some of this stuff, it's just disingenuous. Mm. Man, oh, man. You went actually a little farther even than I might on that particular uh, arrest of the black man in New York City mm. where they took him down like that. And the guy was pleading for them. He was, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. He said it over and over and over. They didn't care. They had their, they, they c continued the chokehold. They had their knees on him. They were, I mean, it was truly excessive. And that was really bad. For the reason you mentioned, really can I make a prediction? Yes. Charles Barkley will never get another speeding ticket in his entire life. <laughs> he will be driving at 260 <laughs> yeah. miles an hour in a school zone, and they will not pull the him DUI over. The DUI he got a few years ago is over. <laughs> oh, forget. Man, oh, man. oh, 